way we could say that this feast is feast of beginnings and endings and beginnings again. We read from the book of Genesis the story of creation or the fall that uh, followed from creation, that beautiful creation in which God walked with the first creatures, Adam and Eve, in the cool of the garden, having a lovely conversation, being very comfortable with one another, being transparent, one person blending into the other. And then you have the end of that creation and the experience or the beginning of the fall. And what do you have here? Again, God saying, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And Adam responding, I heard you in the garden, but I was afraid because I was naked, and so I hid myself. The experience of sin, that originating sin, and all sin that follows from it, is a sin that creates a certain hiding from God, a certain way in which we don't want to be naked before the other. And yet we know with the gaze of God, he can see right through. Who told you you were naked? Who told you? You must have eaten from that tree, that act of rebellion, that act of disobedience, that moment in which you wanted to be God, that moment in which you were tempted to be the center of life and the center of your own life, that moment. And so we have the story of the fall, the story of hiding from God, the story of not wanting to be naked before the other and yet always wanting to be naked, to be known through and through, to be seen so that that gaze of God might create again. And so then, after the fall, we have this feast, which is really a feast of God the Creator, more than it's a feast of Mary. It's a feast of the recreation of God. From the moment of her conception, she is free, liberated from that originating sin, from that fear that, that could possess her, that desire to hide her nakedness, freed always, to be utterly transparent before God. We have the recreation taking place. The end of that sin that could so dominate and hold all human beings in bondage, eradicated by the grace of the recreating God to Mary in which there was nothing at all deserved, nothing at all deserved, at the moment of her conception, being freed and liberated from this sin. You see, brothers, I think that this is really a moment of wondering and being filled with awe at what God has done for you and me through the instrumentality of Mary. Through perceiving what he has done in her, we see it's the beginning 
of the end, the end of the fall that so held mankind in bondage. And it's the opening of a beginning. For Mary's beginning, the title that is given to her by God is so powerful. And it's really the only title, I think, that's, that's important. Full of grace. Full of grace. That what was with Mary at the beginning, at the moment of her existence, will become our reality at the moment we enter into God's glory, at our death at the moment of our own purification, utterly no fear, being naked before the Father, hiding nothing, and being overwhelmed by what God has done and is doing. What began at the moment of Mary's existence will become ours, too. We, too, shall be filled with that grace. And so that's really what the letter to the Ephesians says, doesn't it? Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens.